Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Pensions in 10. You'll notice it's slightly different in one that I'm introducing and two we're going to try and cover the whole of the pensions bit of the autumn statement in around 10 minutes. I can't promise it'll be exactly 10 minutes. Uh, Dave do you want to kick us off? Uh, yes okay so I think we'll start off in the world of DC um, and I think we'll start with the pot for life or the lifetime provider model. So this has been proposed by the government um, a little bit out of left field, it only came in to the thinking, I think, quite near the end. Um, and this is to kind of copy the Australian model where they have a thing called stapling. So people will have their own pension pot, which will follow them around for their, the rest of their life. Actually, I did think of an analogy for this the other day. Um, Actually, it was this morning, but it's been a long day. Um, and it's a bit like, I suppose, if you imagine a hermit crab through their life, they will collect they will collect shells and they'll grow and they'll discard those shells. That's kind of the system we got now. People have different jobs and they'll discard them. The pot for life is meant to be like, like a snail. So they always have their pension with them. Wherever they go, the employer will pay into it. Now, there's been lots of talk about this. Pension press have been very excited about it. Um, and I think, and I just want to just, just want to make sure we're all talking about the same thing. This sort of idea of freedom, uh, people to have to choose their own pension pot. It's kind of making it sound like everyone's going to go out and buy a SIP or a, you know get a personal pension somewhere, and it's kind of going to be like the Wild West. And I, you know, that might be what happens. But the way this works is effectively people will have there'll be three kind of types of pension pots. There'll be a preferred one, which is what the individual will choose. There'll be a stapled one, and that's kind of one if they've already chosen, that's the pension pot they're going into. So the, the preferred and, and stapled are kind of the same, or there'll be a default one. So member, members, employees will be given the choice of either choosing their own pot, having one they've chosen before, or if they don't make any choices, they go into a, a default one. So that's what we're talking about. And I think that will mean there'll be fewer pension schemes, ultimately, you know, skip to the end. Okay, I like the analogy. I, I once had a, a racing snail and I took the shell off because I thought it'd make it faster, but it just made it more sluggish. Um, I just, I've got the funny in early. There we go. Um, I should say as well that we're recording this on the Friday, uh, which again is, is quite unusual. Um, I'm tied up on uh, Monday. I'll be flying somewhere, um, make my arms ache, I'm sure. Uh, so if we've missed something over the weekend, that's why. The, the other thing about pot for life right? we're, we're told it's all about giving the member choice mm. and members don't really want the choice we've we've seen this time and time again um I, I mentioned a post on linkedin uh with the decumulation stage again i hate that word uh, why did i just use it but when you're looking at open market option uh, and you're looking at enhanced and impaired the, the take up is still very, very low uh, comparatively. And I saw a tweet from Greg McClymont, former shadow uh, pensions minister, of course, and a man who's much more up to speed on these things than I. Uh, and he was saying that in Australia, the, the Association of uh, Superannuation Trustees in 2022 estimated that fewer than 5% of members made an active choice each year. So we're looking at a minuscule number, really. So rather than saying it's all about giving the members choice, which yes, technically it does give the members choice, but they're not going to take the choice. So they're going to go into a default fund. The default fund will either be run by government or will be backed by government or some something like that. So sort of nest-ish, mm. um, something like that, which then gives the government plenty of money to invest in 
all of these assets that we've been told they want everyone to invest in and infrastructure and goodness knows what else. So let's cut the crap and just say why we're actually doing this or why it's being suggested. It's being suggested to do that. And also perhaps because if you have everyone falling into a default, you've you've then got the ability to get um, uh, economies of scale, um, keep the fees lower, get better value for money. Uh, there's that phrase that we're hearing so often these mm. days. Um, so yeah, we we give it to us. We can do it better. We can do it cheaper. And also it gives us the uh, the assets to go and invest in what we want to. Yeah. No, I, I must admit I'm generally torn on it though because I. I do quite like the idea of people being connected to it. You know, it stays with you for the rest of your life. You don't have to keep remembering where it is. Mm. Maybe Dashboard would solve that problem anyway, but then Dashboard is is a little way off in the distance still. So, yeah, I'm open-minded. I'd like to see how it's going to work, how we're going to make sure people aren't going to be be hoodwinked by glossy ads to to make bad decisions, because that would be the worst thing. You know, give people choice. You risk bad decisions. Is some of that risk worth it? maybe i don't know i don't know but but yeah i'll be interested to see where it goes mm. it would have i to know be. well it is <laughs> potfollow's member i mean that that didn't go anywhere really did it well that's um, the only other option really yeah to, to stop this proliferation of small pots for the future yeah uh, the the proliferation of, of small pots reducing that absolutely a good idea it really is um having a pot that that follows oh god i've got to stop using pot as well i hate it there isn't a bloody <laughs> pot it is is a, a savings vehicle having the savings vehicle that follows a person from job to job is a very sensible idea it helps people keep tabs on it um, that is a good thing it's just the the tinkering for the sake of tinkering um is is not something i'm a big fan of yeah okay we'll have to keep an eye on the consultation I'm conscious of time ticking. Yes, time. sorry. We're not going to make Onward, it. David. Onwards. Uh, so I'll just just very, very quickly, the last thing on DC is also um, the government pressing ahead with default decumulation. So this is, I know you hate that word. Please don't don't hate me. Sorry, just, I've, I've already gone off on that one today. Don't worry. <laughs> so, um, so this is where occupational trust-based schemes will have to create some kind of retirement pathway for their members. So this is going to come, TPR are going to issue some guidance next year and then legislation will follow. So trustees of DC schemes, occupational DC schemes, keep an eye out for that because you'll need to start thinking about how your how your members um, go from that, that growth phase to the retirement phase. Um, and you, you say TPR are issuing guidance next year on that? Yes. yes. Okay, so I look forward to reading that in 2027. Oh, Cathy, what's wrong <laughs> with you today? I sh- I, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm obviously much more mellow on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we talk about um, DB then? In the last, I think we've got about four minutes. Um, so the big, the big thing here is the public sector consolidator. I think that's well, actually, that's probably the joint. There's two big things, but the, the public sector consolidator plan seems to be continuing, so that the PPF will be asked to set up a consolidator. It looks like they're aiming at small DB schemes. The definition of small for the government might be, you know, the industry's um, definition will be different, I suspect. But we'll have to see what kind of target market they're looking for. It seems a bit niche at the moment. Um, we know we know from press comment before the announcement that the insurers aren't particularly happy about this. And the PLSA weren't glowing in their views of it either. So it's interesting that the government are continuing despite strong views in the, the industry that we don't need this. You know, schemes are doing fine. They'll find somewhere to go. Um, 
But again, as you were saying before, if we're honest, it's all about that productive finance thing again. Small DB schemes aren't allocating money to illiquid assets. Stick it in a in a bigger pot. Stick it in a bigger pot, and 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 hopefully the PPF will do that. I mean, Jeremy Hunt described it as an investment vehicle. Now I can just see from his perspective that's what it is. It's just from our perspective, it feels like a pension, and all those questions that that brings with it. Absolutely. Mindful of time, I'm not having a rant, Dave. No, no. All right, okay, can I mention one last thing then? Um, well, there's two more things to mention. Oh, there's so much. Surplus, no one expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> surplus refunds, um, uh, repayments to employers, the tax is going down from April next year. So that's mm. a big one. So if you're, an, if you're uh, an employer sponsoring a DB scheme and you're looking to extract that surplus because you've bought out and you've got some money left over, then if you can, I think wait. So until April to get that money back you'll pay less tax although the government aren't expecting much receipts in this they're estimating five million a year over the next four or five years so I, I still think they're expecting schemes to keep the money in or employers to keep the money in those schemes so that's an interesting um, wrinkle in all this as well mm. yeah to to keep the money in to invest in productive finance to uh to grow the surplus of course uh, is, is the aim so uh yeah there's a theme here, isn't there, Dave? Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a T-shirt called with productive finance on it. It's just yeah, excellent. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm um, sure they'll they'll sell like hotcakes. And finally, I think we should just mention as well that the trusteeship professionalism mm. as well has been pushed forward. Um, so building a register of all trustees to keep a track on them, um, possibly pushing accreditation more. With a hint at mandation, I don't know. I know some I've been talking for a bit. I'll let you just come in on this one. Yeah, I think it's more than a hint. I think it's it's an expectation. Uh, the way I've been reading it, um, uh, professional trustees definitely, chairs of trustees definitely accredited. Um, the, the, there will be the register. The, again, what I read into it, the register will be used to come down very hard on trustees that aren't keeping uh, their trustee knowledge and understanding up to snuff. Uh, there will be an expectation that the trustee toolkit, which is going to be amended and expanded to include various different asset classes, have a guess which one might feature. Um, that yeah, productive finance. Uh, <laughs> I can hear them shouting in the in, yeah, yeah. In, in, together across the nation. Productive <laughs> finance. Um, but yeah, it, there's going to be an expectation that that's passed annually, uh, and I think that's for all trustees, lay trustees and, and professional trustees. I can see a distinction. So there is definitely a ramping up. Um, the professional trustees are already ahead of the curve, really, on this with accreditation. Uh, and it is, uh, I mean, a world apart from where we were, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, the professional trustee um, uh, market, and it's not really a market, but that that industry is is much more professional. Uh, we've moved from independent trustee to professional trustee. It's it's uh, a recognition, I think, that it is becoming more professional. So I don't think it's going to be a massive step change. I think the expectation on bumping up everyone's uh, knowledge will be an added pressure to lay trustees. Um, We've got to make sure, of course, that employers give them the time to be able to do that because they do have um, other pressures as well. It's not their main job. So we, we need to make sure that we don't lose lay trustees, I think, from from trustee boards because they can be unbelievably uh, beneficial. Mm, I agree. Uh, there's also um, uh, a focus on those that provide trustee training to also include things like other asset classes. Um, so, yeah. 
there's 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 a very yeah. the traction's going <laughs> absolutely yeah we if, if we had the budget we'd have things flashing <laughs> up on the screen um it, it's the theme of the whole thing right the the whole part of pensions uh in this autumn statement and from mansion house was pensions is a lot of money we'd like it thank you oh absolutely yeah i mean i've been saying to colleagues you know you would look at this pension system and it's crazy it's absolutely crazy so Objectively, I mean, the reason why it's here are some of them are very good and some of them are bad, um, but it is what it is where we are. But if, objectively, from the outside, again, from sort of Jeremy Hunt and the Economist perspective, looking in at it, you think, well, why, why have you done it like this? And that, you know, and that's why. And we're trying to get it to be a situation. What well, the government would like it to be a situation with fewer schemes, larger schemes, easier to regulate, and they're all investing in ways we like. I think we're going to have to call it time, Simon. Sorry, I, I know think you could. Will. No, I was, I was just going to say at the, the heart of all of this, we must remember the member because that's why this industry exists. It's yeah. to provide for members in retirement. So as whatever wacky policies may come out, as long as that is retained at the heart of it, then it's, it's certainly worth the debate. Yeah, no, I know I've said it's time, but that was the, the core of all our consultation responses and will always be our core of all our consultation responses. What's right? For the member at the end of the day and that's no that, that that is fundamental to everything i agree okay, okay. do you want to do the do you want to say the goodbyes this time dave since oh, we're, we're doing yes. things okay. differently thanks everybody for 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 listening today to our ramblings it was a bit rambly but um there's also there's so much rattling around in our heads um and we will update you more as things develop over the next months and years okay thanks all thanks